0: um justin
1: and this is, is the villages Eastern church podcast, podcast where we will discuss everything villages church columbus ohio and questions you may have about god and life. what's up everybody welcome back to another podcast if you didn't know i don't think we ever say our names when we do these i'm tiffany and this is justin Maybe it's in the notes somewhere. or maybe We just assume that you already know. So. <laughs> I think they probably okay. know at this point. It's in the maybe notes, they know, so. <laughs> but hey, maybe this is the first one that you're listening to. And if it is, I'm Tiffany and this is my husband, Justin. Yep. And we pastor Villages Church here in Columbus, Ohio. So thanks for joining today. But today we're going to talk about coming out of COVID. And
0: are we out of COVID? Yes. Okay. I, mean, I feel
1: like we are. We're past the two-year mark, right? This is April 6th. Yeah, I hope so. So I think that we're finally out of COVID. This is April 6th when we're recording this, I should say, Um, but it feels like that we're finally out of it. It's been a weird time. It's hard to believe that it's been two years. This actually marks the two-year mark of us moving to Columbus because we moved here in the height of COVID. We were living in New York City. Let's tell that story really quickly.
0: (laughs) So we were living in New York City and uh, we are in a transition. We're getting ready to perhaps take on a new role and we're talking about moving to columbus yeah. uh we're not sure the exact date the time <laughs> it's very hypothetical at the moment and all of a sudden COVID hits and we realize our window for leaving new york is like shrinking very it's got quickly. real
1: real real fast
0: <laughs> yeah i remember like we packed up our house in 24 hours or less
1: we were not prepared i mean we thought we were moving so the idea was there but we hadn't Bought a box. We hadn't started packing no. yet. Nothing like that. So,
0: And then we had to get out.
1: And then we had to get out. Well, because they week? were
0: saying people from New York were not coming out for a while. Like, they were going to be stuck there. They we were
1: thinking about closing the,
0: the, the borders of the city, basically. <laughs> I don't know probably. how
1: you say that. but Well,
0: I remember, so I um, reserved a U-Haul truck. And then I got a call back and it was like, we don't have any U-Haul trucks. Like, they're gone <laughs> in the whole city. I was like, well, how far would I have to go to get one? He's like, they're gone. Yeah. So then I called like budget trucks and they were gone. And I start calling all these different places. There's nothing. I finally reserve a Penske truck, like a mile and a half away from our house. Yeah. And we have movers scheduled to come really early the next morning. So I get up and like Uber drivers are not even driving out that morning yeah. there's hardly any the cabs out dead. The city's super dead.
1: eerie very weird this is uh two weeks into quarantine maybe three weeks yeah
0: two so now at this point i'm walking i walk a mile and a half to get the u-haul truck when i which get there which is not much walking anymore it's not much walking but like it is. sounds more dramatic <laughs> here though <you know? laughs> he walked a mile and a half uphill both ways through the snow okay um So I get there, and the guy's like, bro, I don't have a truck for you. And there was a truck sitting outside. I saw the truck sitting outside in the parking lot. There was one. And he's like, they've reserved it. And he turns his computer around. He's like, they've reserved this seven times. He's like, somebody at corporates keeps reserving the same truck. He's like, I can't give it out seven times. He's like, I have a local guy who's coming for it. I give it to him every single week at this time. He's like, I have to and uh, he and i had a nice conversation and i was <laughs> like i'm the one who's here in front of you right now like that's my truck i have to have that and we ended up getting the truck but it, it was crazy yeah. and then you experienced something similar later in the day
1: yeah trying to get a rental car was insane same thing we'd reserved a rental car we went to pick it up they're like sorry you can see like our lot is empty there were no cars there and i'm like what do you mean like i can't leave because at that time Um, Again, it was two weeks into quarantine. New York was not uh, accepting any return rental cars unless they were New York licensed. And so people who were traveling, like, you know, you do a one-way rental, you drive somewhere and you leave the car. Unless it was registered and licensed in New York, they were not accepting cars. It was just weird times. But anyways, I finally ended up at the airport. I ended up Ubering 45 minutes to the airport, um, getting there to pick up a car. Same thing. I get there and I'm already looking around. I don't see very many cars, if any, um, on the lot. And I get in and they're like, we don't have a car. And I just like literally had a moment. I sat down and I just started crying. And I was like, if I've ever pulled like a female compassion card, that's when I did it. And I sat there and cried. And the guy, I just didn't know what we were going to do. All I knew was that they were movers were at our house. They were packing up our house. Justin obviously couldn't, we couldn't leave a moving truck sitting on the street with all of our stuff. We had to leave the city that night. We could all fit but the we truck. couldn't fit four of us, our family in the moving in the two truck. bucket seats. <laughs> exactly. And so the guy finally came over and he's like, listen, I have a truck he's like will the truck work i'm like what kind of truck and he's like it's a pickup truck it's sitting out there I'm like can it fit a car seat because nixon was only one year old at yeah. this time he was really small and he's like yes it can fit a car seat it's a four-door pickup truck and so that's what i ended up doing and i laugh now because i'm like oh the irony like we moved out of new york city with a big pickup truck and a moving truck but um we did finally get out after a lot of well, driving I remember.
0: but even after getting out we're driving and yep. we can't make the whole drive by the time we leave the whole that night yeah and we're trying to find a hotel and literally hotel said nobody coming from new york is yep. allowed to because stay here had
1: new york driver's licenses hilton shut us down people were declining us. i love so. you
0: hilton but you shut <laughs> me down that night
1: so my mom actually had to make a reservation for us and then we were able to go in and check in and got away without not having to show id, show ID. i guess so it was weird it was weird times but yeah. It's so funny because it seems so far away um, at that time, but that there were a lot of things that that brought to us personally. But there were some things that COVID brought to a lot of people that were just across the board. I think a sense of isolation and loneliness for so many times for people, uh, people who are like, "Yeah, like we get two weeks off work, I could just stay home." But then when it rolled into like week remember, three and week four, people were like, "Do you remember
0: those first two or three weeks though? Like we're watching." the presidential news conference every single day with the rest of the world, like the world shut down. It like was. it was like feature TV at that point. Like, yeah, like gathered think, around.
1: It, it seems so far removed from that at this point. We're like, did that really happen? Like, did. did we really do that? <laughs> and even our 10 year old son last week, he's like, yep. Yeah, I remember sitting down and watch the six o'clock news every night. But well, we I got mean, the briefing, really right. Was. We would yeah. sit
0: around and find out like, what does our future hold? Cause yeah. we were waiting to find
1: out. Yeah. It was crazy. I
0: remember when the mask first came out and, uh, I was somewhere and they're like, you have to wear a mask to be here. They handed me one, and I was like, what a mask! I was like, this isn't going to last. Like, there's no way. Like, maybe a few days, couple weeks, and two years two later, years later, later, later. <laughs> they're fashion accessories now. Exactly. And so, I will say one thing: I did appreciate the mask. Trying to play golf when it gets really cold outside because it really, keeps, you know, you we're bring long. golf
1: into and this. I'm going to right. hang on to
0: a few of my masks. I'm just <laughs> um, so, so there's that aspect of it. Um well, let's talk about just some of the effects. And, and we'll get to kind of maybe a, a serious point here at the end, because I, I think we should even pray. Uh, there's a lot of people who suffered a lot of loss during that Absolutely. time. But but let's just talk about some of those things. So during COVID, um, I, I think isolation became one of those things that came from it that we realized that we don't want to see this happen. Like life really is better together. And I think sometimes in the hustle and bustle, I'm an introvert by nature. And I think sometimes in the hustle and bustle, we're like, no, I'd be fine living on an Island all by myself. And then all of a sudden you go through a season where (laughs) it's like that. And you're like, wait a minute, I need people. I need relationships. And I I think that we're still seeing some effects, um, mentally and emotionally and definitely spiritually. We can talk about that in a minute, but mentally and emotionally, from that isolation, that loneliness, that I'm by myself, um, let's let's speak to that for a minute.
1: No, I agree with that because there, it was an isolation um, and people realize, just like you said, like if I'm an introvert, like, yeah, I'm good, like, I can be from home. And some people are still doing that. Like think about how many corporate jobs will never go back to inside yeah. of, you know, brick and mortar that, that people are just working from home. And that is a flexible lifestyle that some people absolutely love Um, But it's just been, again, it's been weird and it didn't affect everybody equally across the board, I guess, was a very important part that came from that. Um, Some people came out so much better. People who are on the go constantly and they don't see their kids except for to kiss them goodnight. And so they were forced to be home and spend time with family. And so much good value came out of that part of it for families, especially. You hear people talk about, I got to, you know, sit and play games. I got to be in the backyard with my kids. I got to go ride bikes with my kids. And so I think there was a renewed sense of we need to spend time with people um, and build these relationships more than just being on the go all the time too. I, I think it
0: also exposed relationships though too. Yeah. So I, I know marriages who husbands and wives both work outside the home yeah. and they come and go. They see yep. each other just in a limited box of time each week and all of a sudden now they're together all <laughs> the time and it puts strain on relationships. It, it put yep, a it lot did. of strain and so um, I, I think that we learned that we're better together We learned that we don't ever want to go through this again, I think, for sure. Um, Let's talk about the spiritual aspect really quickly. And I want to hit this from two different aspects. One, I want to hit it from the aspect of the effect on the city uh, with the church closing brick-and-mortar doors for a season. Um, And sadly, there's a lot of churches that just didn't reopen um, after COVID. But then I also want to take it from a different perspective. There's a lot of people who stopped going to church during this time, um, and some of them just completely quit on faith. Others are like, I'm online only at this point. And so I, I wanna address that as well. And so you, you take the latter, let, let me take the first part of the city. For our context, we're in Columbus, Ohio now, but I remember going back to New York City this year yeah. uh, for a season. And while I was there, just feeling the city, and not to get over spiritual, but just to feel the heaviness that's yeah. in the city to hear things on the street, to see things promoted in a way and done in a way that it's always been there, but not at that glaring level that it's there now. With the absence of the church, when the church closed their doors, it had an effect on our city. It has an effect on morality. It has an effect on every aspect of how we live, whether people want to admit it or not, the church has a powerful effect on the city. And and that's a great thing. The church should have a powerful effect on the city. But when you close the doors of the church, it ripples across so many different aspects of our lives that I think people don't even realize. And so I think it's one of the driving passions for us, even to plant villages church right now, is we know the impact a church can have on a city we know what happens when the church isn't there in the city and we want to do everything in our power to make sure that never happens again. Um, Why don't you speak to that second part, those people who maybe quit on faith or maybe who are online only, like what that looks like for them moving forward and let's talk about that aspect.
1: Well, I I mean, like you said earlier that it was hard, that there was a lot of loss that happened during COVID too. So even loss in itself, whether from COVID or from something else, that can that can deter your faith at times. It didn't have to come from COVID, that could have been pre-COVID and you could have been upset at God, upset at the church. And um, I think that those things happen, but especially during COVID, I think that that happened. People were forced to withdraw from gathering together physically with people. And so it put you in that form of isolation. So maybe again, rather right, wrong, or indifferent, being upset at the church for closing doors when we had no choice and, you know, things like that. But when people were hurting they didn't have someone to turn to they didn't have yeah. that community together with and sometimes even just being in a room with people helps you don't even have to be sharing sure. this is what i'm going through this is what's hurting right now or this just is what i'm for just being together build yeah. your faith to see people around you that are they're in this with you they're right here with you and i think that was really important and i think that we just realized the value of gathering together so much more i think after we got back together after yeah. being isolated for so long I still remember going, walking back into a church building the first time, and it had been, I don't know, it seems like it was June or July, it had been yeah. through four months. Yeah. And for us, that's been part of our lives for our entire lives. We don't miss church on Sundays, and we don't miss midweek Bible study or, you know, whatever that might look like. And so it was really hard for us. And so I just remember just that overwhelming, the emotions that came with walking back into that building for the first Did time. midweek Bible study? That's like an old school. Term.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. They
1: just hit me. <laughs> Midweek, whatever you do midweek.
0: <laughs> Life groups, small groups. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. Um. But whatever that looked like, so I just remember that overwhelming feeling, though, of just being back in community and being around people. It didn't there didn't even have to be music happening yeah. or a preacher preaching. It was just the sense of being in the building with all of those people. And like you said, the faith and the excitement that comes from just being in a group of like-minded people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, you know, let's throw a scripture right here for saying "Not the assembling of yourselves yeah. together." Um, so much more as you it's, see the day approaching. Yeah. Um, I, I online church isn't going away, and that's no. that's fine. That's fantastic. The church needs to be there. Village's church is going to be there. I that's why agree. Because we're Because there are sometimes when things YouTube. happen
1: that you can't do that. If you are, what if you're in the hospital and you're sick? What if you're in a nursing home? Absolutely. What if, what if you broke your leg and you're laid up in the bed for six weeks? There are so many things that that's so vital for, and I think that's Absolutely. so important. And I think that's even a good gateway. If you're like, hey, am I a good fit for the church? Well, let me watch it online first, and then, yep. but don't. Don't stay but alive. we don't want
0: to be. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to stay online. We we yeah. want to make sure we're in the building, and I think it goes back to one of our village's values, and that's life is better together. Yeah. We've said over and over again. We really believe it. But find that community of faith, mm-hmm. that place where you can grow in your faith, where you can experience the presence of God, and there's just no replacement for, mm-hmm. um, for that experience. Um, let's let's finish up with us there's people who are hurting yeah. there's people who have lost loved ones i know people personally who've lost multiple loved ones Some, yeah. a, a father and a mother and a brother i mean m- multiple loved ones and there's a lot of jokes made about covid light-hearted yeah. i'm anti-mask i'll never wear a mask this was a hoax <laughs> then there's a lot of people who this just shattered their entire world people have lost jobs because of yeah. this uh i'm anti-vaccine i'm for vaccine you know it no was, matter which side of that. It fall uh, on. yeah. There, there's been hurt. Yeah. And, and that just doesn't go away. And when we say something like maybe we're coming out of COVID, there's people who are like, why? May never come out of COVID. Yeah. Because COVID literally changed life forever. Yeah. And uh, so I just want to speak to those people who are maybe listening or even watching here today and, and simply say to you that God loves you, that, that he is a comforter and that he doesn't abandon us. He said in John, he's like, I won't leave you fatherless, but I'll come to you. And he says, you can cast all your cares on me because I care for you. And there's no easy answer. There's no quick fix. There's nothing that's going to take away the pain, the loss that you experienced. But at the same time, I do know that we have a God who loves us and wants to walk with us through this season. One of my very favorite verses in the Bible, he said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. He went on to say, he said, let not your heart be troubled. And he said, you can trust me. I'm going to yeah. be there for you. Yeah. And so um, why don't we just pray? I think we should pray for those who suffered loss, those who are still dealing with some of the effects of COVID. Um, I think it would be great way end this podcast. Yeah, I agree. Father, we love you. And we thank you for those who are watching, who maybe are listening even right now. God, thank you for this opportunity to share with them and to speak into their lives god i know that we are ready to be beyond the season we're ready to move beyond covid we think we're coming out of covid we're ready for a new day and god but at the same time i know that there's lasting effects and that there's hurt and there's loss that many people have suffered that god that they'll never recover from totally and completely it's going to look a little different moving forward and god we simply stand on your word at this moment god and we trust who we know that you are that you are a comforter that you do love us that you are going to walk with us never abandon us but be with us and god i pray for people right now who are feeling weak god that you would give them strength god people who are still feeling restless that they could find peace in you people who perhaps have felt so much sorrow they're not sure they'll ever feel joy again god i pray that you would speak joy into their world God be with them, help them, and maybe let today be a turning point for their life, for what you have in front of them, because in spite of the loss, in spite of the pain, in spite of what we've been through, I know that you have great things in store for our future, and we believe you, and we trust you for that. Jesus said.